0: Welcome to the Alpine Property Podcast with your hosts, me, Steve Thomas and myself, Leslie Thomas. We are the husband and wife team behind Alpine Property Investments, helping clients to find their dream property in the mountains of France and Switzerland. The aim of this podcast is to share with you everything to do with purchasing a ski property, including the where, what, why and how to buy. With real insider information that comes from knowing the mountains as intimately as we do. To us, this is not just a business, but a real demonstration of helping clients invest in lifestyle. We want this podcast to be your go-to place for all things buying and owning a ski property. Welcome to the latest episode of the Alpine Property Podcast with me, Leslie Thomas. This week is another guest episode. Welcome to the podcast, Matt Murphy, and thank you for coming on to share your experience of buying a property in saint Solin within the L'Essabelle ski domain through Alpine Property Investments. Before we begin, let me tell listeners a little bit about you. Matt is a former army officer who now works with technologies relevant to defence and security. He lives with family Decks, bantams and bees on Salisbury Plain, but always looks forward to visiting the mountains or coast with the family and friends. Thank you very much for agreeing to come on to the podcast, Matthew. It's great to have you here.
1: It's an absolute pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. So our
0: very first question, what was the motivation as a family to decide to purchase a property in the French Alps?
1: I think to um, be really honest about this, this had been a long time coming. So we've been lucky as a family to spend some time living in Europe during my time serving with the British Army, which meant that access to the Alps, particularly uh, elements of Germany, Central and Southern and Austria, um, was pretty regular for us. And like most um, British people who uh, find and fall in love with the Alps, there then becomes a a hankering to spend a bit more time there at some point in life. So it had been a long time coming. Uh, I think, again, uh, I would be honest enough to say that it had been an unaffordable dream for a little while. And as the children got a little bit older and I changed career, it started to look like it was going to be a viable possibility. And that's when I started to explore the the proposition in a bit more detail.
0: So what was it that led you to contact Alpine Property Investments?
1: So in many respects, the, the clue was in the title, if I'm honest. This was not going to just, we, it was going to be unaffordable for us to just have a holiday home uh, in the Alps, However, uh, however nice that might have been and sounded. But to uh, try and manage a combination of uh, a property in the Alps and an investment uh, in the same wrapper meant that um, uh, by sheer chance uh, and a bit of googling and a bit of following of links on Right Move and those that were marketing properties in in areas of interest, uh, I came across you and you and Steve uh, the. The, the dangerous duo of Leslie and Steve cropped up, and um, to my astonishment, uh, you were based in Salisbury, only 10 miles away from where I'd been trying to find uh, the right route to, uh, to, to this sort of opportunity. So it stemmed from there, really.
0: And it, it is, isn't it? It does go to show how small a world it can be sometimes, where you go looking for something, you go looking for somebody to support you on a different journey, and lo and behold, they happen to live in the same town as you.
1: Uh, you're absolutely right, Leslie. And, and then, of course, in many respects, that then personalises elements of this process a little bit more, which meant it felt a, a lot more comfortable um, than dealing with a nondescript organisation in London, or or in maybe in France or wherever, um, you know that you were just down the road. That it was a you know a husband and wife enterprise, and then you know without declaring too much, um, you know we both established that we had children at the same school, um, and uh, that hadn't been immediately apparent on the emails or or the phone calls. Um, You know, this really did prove the small world theory.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and it is really strange when those synergies do happen. And it really does. You know, as we've just said, that small world mentality is not just a mentality. It's absolutely a real life thing as well. So you you decided on San How did you come to that decision, first of all, particularly making that decision? During COVID?
1: Yeah, pretty difficult to be honest, but there were some there were some key requirements um, for us. And some of it comes back to the fundamental fundamentals of why we were doing this. So um I think the we had enjoyed a lot of time in the Austrian Alps, and of course the um the ski resorts and the mountain villages of Austria are Um, In many respects, you know, they're beautiful, largely unspoiled um, and are ancient settlements that just happen to be in the valleys of mountains with great skiing next to them. Um, If I'm really honest, there are some parts of the French Alps and I studied architecture once upon a time. So I, um, uh, you know, enjoy uh, a lot of French modernism. And so trying to find a village with the same sort of atmosphere uh, as a um, uh, a mountain village, and you know, I know you, you equally deal with with Switzerland and know it as well as anybody. But something like a a, a quiet farming mountain village um, that is as lovely in the summer has a traditional heart to it, but offers the opportunity of skiing at the same time. Meant that Steve's description of San Solan, um meant that it it it, it really. It featured on our radar in a way that i I wouldn't have known beforehand i I didn't know of saint sauland I didn't know of Lacibel region. I knew of over the hill both um, to the to you know to the north and to the you know further east uh, the tois valets I know pretty well I know uh, ledger Alpes and Alez less well but I know of them. and so when Steve described that there was this um, ski region that sort of sat between the two. And part of that was a farming village that has beautiful cheese, uh, Beaufort cheese, now my favourite, and uh, has built up a calm and quiet but quite extensive ski area, um, has a glacier in the summer. This sounded like something I needed to examine a bit more. And so took it from there by doing all of the things that everybody does when uh, these things become more tangible real and exciting was googled away um google mapped and uh worked out which parts of uh, the alps that i'd been to were close to there um uh, got a bit of a sense of it youtube video footage of um the tour de france going through the village uh is obviously uh, a, a useful aid uh looked at all the all of the ski um, advice and it started to look like a really viable proposition coupled with the fact that the development uh, that was, uh, uh, was an option at the time we were looking um, was not only affordable but it looked like it was of the right style and shape and had the space that was a really attractive um, uh, package all up frankly.
0: And I think what is so attractive about Saint Solan is it is a very much a hidden gem that not very many people have had the benefits of getting to know. It's starting to get far more popular, but the, pic- the picture you painted there for me was of one where they have just gotten on and they have developed the village and they have developed the ski domain despite what's been going on with their big brother and their big sister, essentially, they have just built what they've wanted to build in the way that they wanted to build it and created something very traditional but quite magical because it's being done in a way away from the glitz and the glamour that can be associated with their bigger brothers and sisters, essentially.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. And that's you know, that's proven to be the case. Um was an obvious charm um and and therefore a draw to to this as a an option. And what's nice now is that you know we've only we've only had it for a couple of years, so eighteen months in, in complete terms. Um and every time we go back um on you know not we haven't been out there a huge number of times um three or four times each not all together all at the same time but it's already starts to feel like home and it already starts to feel like um you know we've got a you know already a small network of french friends international friends the occasional as you say ones and twos of british folk that are starting to um find the place but not not a huge number of them and it feels like a french village you know the boulangerie uh 20 yards away from the front door of the apartment is you know it's, it's one of my daughter's favorite parts of the day um more night. go and pick up uh pick up croissant and baguette from from around the corner and uh and you know picking up a chunk of beaufort cheese from a vending machine is you know not something that you can even do in salisbury uh, it's, uh, and that's all, that's all been thrown into the mix. You know, that there is good skiing. And in some areas, um, you know, I, you know, I've done quite a lot of skiing. I'm not a, I'm not a super expert skier, but I do love being in the mountains on snow. That That's the sort of, that's my simple requirement. And if there's, you know, a, a van show at some point, that's even better. But it, it almost, in some areas, the pistes almost feel like backcountry skiing. You go over the back of San Solan, a place, as you describe, that is not well known by uh, a huge number of the international travellers to the Alps. And you're on a piste where you can see almost no lift machinery and you can see no villages Uh, and it wends its way behind the mountain range and pops back up. Um, and for you know the best part of a a kilometre you you've almost been in backcountry skiing on a piece it's it's just magical
0: Mm. yeah and I and I do I think that word you use is so right you know it's magical so you truly bought not just off plan but without actually seeing Saint Solan until you know during until after Covid and I think you didn't actually get to go there until you've picked up the keys is that
1: right yeah um you know that's the sort of yeah that's the the risk and the the hidden part of your your previous question um you know had covid not hit um i you know we would have done what most people do i'm sure which is to visit the development in build and done a bit of measuring here and there and you know got themselves comfortable with how it was all going and you know, grateful to you and Steve for doing some of that for us by um, a really great communication with the developers, um, who understood that this was a this had turned into a high risk proposition, given that we a had not been to that village, we'd taken a punt on on detailed research, um, and we weren't going to get to see the build um, in play, but. Um, We got around that in a whole bunch of ways and you and Steve helped enormously. The developers uh, were really good and very open and shared uh, everything at every stage. And as I mentioned, uh, some some expat Brits who had uh, set up a business in the neighbouring small farming village um they kindly would take photographs every time they were traveling past uh to go and get their shopping from the small supermarket in sansorlan uh and so we we're almost getting sort of weekly live video feeds um of the development as it was going up um and uh that that was fine you know there we um, we did have a few trials and tribulations because of the COVID lockdowns about how we got um, the, the furniture into the right place. And that then took a, a quite chaotic uh, couple of days with my son and a good friend of his, uh, who is also useful with an electric screwdriver, where we just went out on our own, three, three, uh, three of us, two teenage boys and myself, uh, to build all the furniture um uh, and we took off exactly the day that the french government declared that the british were no longer able to travel to france that winter um we were we had we had planned to come back pick up the family say furniture complete we're going to now go and have our pre christmas first holiday there we couldn't do that but, but there were a whole bunch of people on the same plane that were were in a uh, you know a worse situation um uh than than we were. So, you know, first world problems, but mm. that was a pretty chaotic way to get to the point um where we were, you know, starting to think about using uh the apartment.
0: So now looking back, and I think I know what you're going to say to this, was San Solan the right decision?
1: Oh without stout. Uh you knew you knew I was going to say that. I did. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, interestingly, um, as much about the summer as the winter. Um, and I've you know, I've heard you talk about the you know, your love of the Alps during the summer. Yeah. You know, we're we're no different, but occasionally it ta- does take you to be reminded. Um, but I, you know, last summer, for example, um, you know, Europe and southern Europe was ragingly hot with bushfires. But in the summer, when you catch that little bit of altitude. Um and you get a good summer in the mountains where it's where it's lush and at a temperature that's really bearable, in a village that's got its, you know, got a glacier named after it. You know, the Sansorland Glacier, which we walked up to last summer, is a is a good tough walk. Um, but it's utterly beautiful. And uh, you know, let's let's hope they hang around for a bit longer, but all the indications are that it won't be forever. And so making the most of the mountains in the summer uh it you know feels as in, as important for a whole host of reasons as uh, making the most of it in the winter Absolutely. so now we it does feel like home from home now um and all of the family uh, and that includes my extended family who've you know a couple of my sisters have been out there with us uh we'll go out there for my wife's birthday week this this week we'll we'll get back up onto the glacier, get onto the quad bikes that follow the ski runs down into the village. Uh we didn't get there for the Tour de France uh last summer, but all the remnants of that amazing event passing through the village were still in place and and the winter seasons uh, have been great you know we we were lucky last april we we were there the last week of the season, still skiing and in, into San sorland slightly slushy at the bottom the top was just beautiful um and so no we we really, we really like it, um, and uh, you know, a- actually, we're you know, we're finding more and more about the region. Of course, yeah. um, the more and more we go there, that, um we, we'll go out again uh, in April for various uh, diary clash reasons again. But if there isn't any snow in saint and I'm intending to take the short trip down the hill through Saint Jean de Morienne and pick up the ORL cable car and get over to get up to the top of. Toren yeah. if uh, if we stra- and that's you know, that's a 45 50 minute drive from the apartment
0: and that's just it you know you are ideally situated to access you know so many of the other resorts as well what has your wider family thought with regards to the the, the Isabel area
1: they really I think they've been as equally surprised uh, in many respects um and all of them have said you know they they have been surprised that the apartment was better than they thought it was going to be. Um, They just weren't quite sure what to make of it. It's, it's, it's lovely. It's really surprised everybody. Um, And they love the region. And so, you know, that, you know, we are, we are letting it out between the times that we're there through a local, local agent. That's worked pretty well. Uh, You and Steve put us in touch with um, a French advisor, who um, helps us with the the, the, the management of that um, which has made it really easy and um, all, all of that has meant that you know that the infrequent times we do get there three to four times a year no more um, it, it just feels easy and feels normal.
0: And how important was it to you that the place did actually feel like home?
1: I think we underestimated that. I, You know, I it wouldn't have been on my list that it felt like home because it, it needed to be what it was. It needed to be, a, you know, an apartment investment in the apps that we could enjoy and make fun of. I think we've all been surprised that it feels like home. That was never really in our calculus, but it does.
0: That's amazing. You know, to be able to have that draw and that emotional draw now where you feel you have... Not just a base in the mountains, but a home in the mountains that must feel really, really special.
1: yeah, uh, it does, and I' say it's the bit that surprised us, I think um, and uh, you know it's uh, you know some of that's because of taking those things that have clogged up um, cupboards and didn't quite get wall space in in you know the home here in in Wiltshire. Uh, They're all now over there and it sort of, um, you know, reminds us that it is the extended part of our, uh, you know, our home arrangement.
0: And you've mentioned you haven't, because one of the questions Steve wanted me to ask you was, have you had a chance to sit on the balcony and to watch the Tour de France go by? You haven't had that chance yet, but I'm sure you're looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, we're looking forward to it. You know, many of our neighbours in the same block, uh, you know, they were there last uh, summer. Looking forward to it enormously, although I do note from them and from all of the footage, it is a fleeting moment. Uh, <laughs> that, they
0: settle uh, fast.
1: Impressive <laughs> sporting event uh, takes its uh, its journey through there. But, we, you know, we we walked up to the Col de la Croix de Faire in the summer and, you know, even without the Tour de France there, but the road marking still in place and uh, this just amazing culture of, um of of uh you know amateur cyclists just loving to go over those routes it's just got a really lovely feel um where people are just enjoying being outside in quite an extreme bit of geography in the summer and in the winter and the the the, the cyclists around the village uh, are just uh you know it's just a whole charming different part of uh of enjoying the mountains
0: Absolutely, absolutely. What have the children said with regards to their new home in the mountains?
1: Yeah, they 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 love it. They're t- they're you know get teenagers. One of them's not far off getting out of teenage years. They've both got a set of keys now, and so um, you know, out of season, if they want to go with their mates over there um, and spend a couple of nights, because it's we uh, it won't have been managed during those periods. Then it'd take a bit of bedding. Go and use it whenever you want, and so they're getting to the age where you know they're starting to do that. But no, they they love it just as just as much as uh, as, as we do, and they know the region just as much oh, yeah. as we do. Um, of course, teenage children, particularly extreme boys, um, uh, like to spend a bit more speed on the mountain than I do these days. So they probably ski. You know, my son certainly probably skied a lot more kilometres than, than than we have around the hill.
0: And how do you get to the apartment?
1: We've tried a couple of ways, actually. Um, and We haven't tried train yet, but train is on the list. Um, and longer term, I think we would like to find uh, a train opportunity, which the French may be providing with a TJV station at, at Saint-Jean-de-Maurienne. We'll wait for that to be complete. But we've flown into uh, Turin. We've flown into Lyon. Uh, both of which are about a two hour drive to the apartment we're going into chambryry uh in uh in in april and each time we we pick up a high car and um and sh- and shoot up the hill uh in that uh, my son uh came across the mountains he happened to be in another resort uh, in in um uh in december and he used buses and trains to get from valen to um to San Solan with with no problems. Um so you know it's it, it's even though it's tucked away up in a uh, you know a pretty high hanging valley um, it's quite easy to get into um, and not it doesn't take a huge amount of time.
0: And but it is, train,
1: train's going to be our preferred route I think longer term.
0: I can understand that. And it's as you said it's very well connected the public transport system works very very effectively. And the ease in which you can move around the different resorts does create and add a completely different dimension to your ski holiday, but also to having a home in the Alps, because it means you can go and explore other places using your home just as a base.
1: That's right. Um, We haven't really pushed the boundaries on that yet, but we've talked about it um, and started to plan plan on it, you know. Why not, uh, you know, spend the summer with a couple of days in the apartment and then uh, use whatever, public transport um, in a bike or a hire car or whatever and uh, explore south- further south in the Alps, even into Italy, get down into the uh, Mediterranean maybe, and then come back via the apartment for a couple of days before going home. Uh, you know, these are all now opportunities that allow that to be our sort of base um, from from which to explore from.
0: And what has surprised you most about the whole experience?
1: So, of course, um, you know, you and Steve made the process uh, remarkably simple. I was very surprised by uh, the, French, the simplicity and charm of the French mortgage process, um, which, whilst it was a challenging time to do that through COVID, Actually, given the way that rates have gone, et cetera, um, that has proved a really um, a really sound investment mm-hmm. uh, as well. And you know, getting to the brut- you know, brutal tax around it, that's proved a very sound investment. And they have a they have a very simple mortgage process, which was easy for you to map us through, um, and uh, has meant that it's it's a very sustainable um, opportunity for us now. So I think the ease of the process. Um, And then, of course, uh, you know, uh, given that we had not visited the build or the village, uh, just how easily we found it to settle in and uh, be comfortable to go back there repeatedly.
0: And you are right. You know, the French mortgage system where you can get a mortgage for the life and the interest rate is set for the life of the mortgage. It means, you know, where you are from. Day one of having that mortgage and not be worried about fluctuations, increases happening at any point during the life of that mortgage. And I never understood why we don't have a similar system in this country, because it would t- obviously take out a lot of stress for homeowners if they could budget according to what that interest was the day they took the mortgage out. So I'm glad you've brought that, you know, to the listeners' attention. That French mortgage rates are such that they are set at the time you take the mortgage out, and they stay at that that level as well.
1: Yeah, it was you know in in the sort of detailed calculus, it was a real contributor as to why we proceeded um, when we when we learned this. And then I enjoyed the charm of the French letter. That wrote to us saying, uh, "Here is your mortgage payment on month one of your new French mortgage, and we're going to list the mortgage payments for every uh, every month of the term of your mortgage, which were, of course, all unchanged." And a much simpler letter could have been written, but mm-hmm. I, I, but I I enjoyed the fact that they they listed this consistent mortgage payment for the term of the mortgage. It's, it's
0: very, um, the French way of doing things is definitely very interesting, very, very special, as you've just highlighted there without a shadow of a doubt. So would you recommend saint Solan and the wider Elizabeth area to
1: others? Yeah, without doubt, with the caveat that, uh, you know, we, we don't want too many people to uh, uh, understand this amazing, uh, amazing hidden opportunity, uh, you know. I didn't know that there were 350 kilometers of skiing hidden in this La Cibelle region of France. I'm told it's sort of, I think, the fourth largest uh, within the French skiing areas. Mm. Um, you know, that was that was not known to me. I think I'd heard of some of the uh, the other resorts, like Courbier or La Toussiere, um, in the region, but only in name. You know, I'd never really explored them. So, um, you know, that and the, and the summer uh, elements of this, but, you know, frankly, any part of Alpine, uh, France and Switzerland, you know, uh, you're struggling to find some really, you know, not pleasant parts of it. It's just, it's just a lovely part of Europe and uh, hence why it's, uh, you know, it seems to be uh, a great opportunity to invest uh, in something that you can, uh, you know, take some, take some pleasure out of.
0: Absolutely. And what tips would you offer to any listeners with regards to thinking about purchasing a property in the French or Swiss Alps?
1: So of course, you know, this is on on your podcast, but simply that early conversation to unpack all of those, you know, plentiful questions that people will have from all of their own personal research before they engage. You know, I had had reams of these things and you and steve um were able to answer almost all of them and knew somebody else for the very very rare ones that uh, you couldn't answer immediately because they were probably specific to the developer or the village or, or 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 something very unique so um it's just that early conversation really um and of course you made that easy you made it a little bit more personal because you weren't huge, you know very many miles away from us um and allowed us to to begin to refine our own exploration with your expertise la- layered up with it so i think that would be my first tip on um on uh, you know uh, exploring this sort of opportunity but the other one uh, is you know you know is it the right thing to advise or offer as a tip just going for it as well for me I, I you know i it it was a bit of a risk and the uh, at the outset it was even more of a risk with covid um but ultimately i haven't found i haven't found any downsides yet so um there is a you know there is of course a, uh, you know an outlay but there is a small rental income that comes from using a um, a rental organization in in the village as well and so it sort of balances itself out, and I can't really see any downsides.
0: That's good, no, and I, and so many clients say exactly the same. You know, once they've made that decision to buy, there's never any regrets. There's just looking forward to creating those memories and enjoying their special home in the mountains. And I think everything that you've said today clearly points to that as well. So, how can people connect with you, Matthew?
1: So they can actually find the apartment on Instagram. So uh, apartment 208 is uh, in San Solan is an Instagram account. Um, I'll send you those links, Leslie, but they can find me. They can find find me easily, uh, most easily there.
0: Perfect. What I will do is I'll ensure those details are in the show notes. So anybody that wants to reach out directly to you can do that. Sure. Thank so you. I'd just like to say thank you very much for your time today. I really appreciated talking to you about your journey to where you are now and to understand a little bit more about what you and the family are doing in your home in the Alps. Thank you very much. Oh,
1: thank you. Thank you for all the help.
0: Thank you. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Alpine Property Podcast. If you would like to find out more, please visit our website, Alpine Property Investments, where you can also sign up for our regular email newsletter. If you've enjoyed listening to the podcast, we would love it if you would rate and review it, as this also allows the podcast to be shared more widely too. If you have any questions or comments, please do reach out to us via email. The details along with our website can be found in the show notes.